Hey, welcome back Woo. to the <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Or should I say welcome to the podcast, the newly rebranded. Yeah, so we're gonna call it now, right? B dub. B dub better with butter. Be better with butter. Yes. Better with butter. Better B with butter. B dub B. Because everything is really better with butter. Uh, it certainly is. There's um, many things I can think of better with butter. Such as uh, sa saxophone playing saxophone. <laughs> yes, sax. Well, playing sax saxophone is better with butter. Playing saxophone, I said, Manny. Are you talking about um, <laughs> Marlon Brando's uh, "The Last Tango in Paris"? Because there's a great butter scene there. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen that. But thinking about Marlon Brando and butter, gross. But um. It was kind of hot during 1972, during Last Tango in Paris. Oh, I'm thinking about like Brando and like you know oh. Superman covered in butter. You know, like Cal L covered in butter. He was still not bad looking then. When did when did he lose it? When did when did uh, Brando kind of fall the off 80s, the rails? Maybe Godfather. You think? No, Godfather was 1972. Well, so what's Brando's last movie? Oh gosh, with um, Don Juan with Johnny Depp and um, Network. Faye Dunaway. Oh, oh wow. It was like 1992, I want to say. Okay, Something so like you that. don't want to see him covered in butter. You don't want to see Network Marlon Brando covered in butter. No. I'm okay. talking about Marlon Brando, 19... Well, actually, 19... <laughs> streetcar named Desire. Oh, there you hubba, go. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> <With> the... <laughs> That's the first time I've used Leather, that. leather and butter. Hello. <laughs> hubba, anyway, hubba, hubba. hubba. <laughs> Well, that might have been the first time I've ever heard those words uttered in person to my face. Right. Hubba hubba. <laughs> That's the first time I've actually used that. No, you have Hubba it. hubba. <laughs> but well, at the world of the movies, only yeah. one big film is opening everywhere. And that, of course, is It yeah. Chapter 2. So you profess your love for Stephen King. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. Uh, yes, I love Stephen King. He's a fellow New Englander, right? Oh, well, um, he used so to be from Indiana. Well, he's from New England. And then Maine. he grew up. In, yeah, I meant he grew up in Maine. Yes. Did he? He didn't admit he's from New Indiana. You're the only. Yeah. One, you're the only one that admits from Indiana. Because I'm from Indiana. A lot of people. Pardon came me, Steve, Indiana. If great listening. people came out from Indiana. Um, but uh, so yes, yeah, so we will talk about it, and then also we'll run down if you want to have a Stephen King marathon. Uh, um, yes. My movies versus Manny's movies. Well, it is Stephen King's year, really. I mean, you have It Chapter 2, and then in October, you're going to have Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining. So there's a bunch of uh, Stephen King movies coming out uh, this year alone. Awesome. So let's talk about It Chapter 2. Yes, the end is here. It Chapter 2 is a fitting ending to a terrifying saga. And you know the drill. They explain this in the first movie. 27 years, the the clown Pennywise the clown I've comes back I've missed you <laughs> yeah uh, and, and now he returns to terrorize the town of Derry once more now members of the losers club return to each burdened by the ghosts of their past they must now conquer their demons in order to vanquish Pennywise once and for all fans of Stephen King that's that will that's one of I, I'm one of them will enjoy this finale it captures the spirit and tone of the novel and there's a nice surprise waiting for those who love the author spoiler mm -hmm. alert the script by Gary Doberman is written like a puzzle. Gary Doberman, by the way, recently directed um, Annabelle Comes Home, and he was also the co-writer of the first It. His name is Doberman, like the dog? No, it's da da it says Doberman. Or oh, da da Doberman. D -A -U. Oh, Dauberman. Dauber. Dauber, not yeah. Doberman. Okay, Dauberman. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, and um, he, also, he co wrote this and he wrote it like a puzzle. Each piece serves to explain Pennywise, still played by Bill Skarsgården. He's still great as the demonic clown. Director Andy Muccietti also returns with a more confident directing style. 
great camera you there is some funky camera work that he, he that he had included in here and it's amazing but what's missing in this conclusion is the dark yet whimsical nature of the first film perhaps they want to go away from the stranger things vibes got 80s, it kids you know right so yes this one is not as strong as chapter one but it still entertains i love all the grown-up cast it's fantastic uh they replicated the nuances of their younger car um counterparts there's james mcavoy Who's uh, remember? He's still reeling from the death of his younger brother Georgie. Mm -hmm. uh, Jessica Chastain as Beverly Marsh, the lone female member of the club. Although, if you really think about it, I think the better choice here. I, I love Jessica Chastain though. Uh, is Amy Adams? I think she looks more like Beverly Marsh, the 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 kid who played Beverly Marsh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, redhead, yeah. la la. Um, there's also Jay Ryan as Ben Hanscom, the chubby kid who transforms into a gorgeous hunk. Talk about hubba hubba. M like most <laughs> people with the last name Ryan do. Meg Ryan is hot. Meg, that's right. Meg <laughs> Ryan. Who else? That's it. That's all I know about the Ryans. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Uh, okay. <laughs> all I know about Bradley Ryan is he was a chubby kid and still is. <laughs> Big bones. <laughs> Big bones. <laughs> She's still waiting to come out of my cocoon. <laughs> they also, we also have Isaiah Mustafa as Mike Hanlon, the only one who stayed behind in Derry and the one who assembled the group together. There's Andy Bean as Stanley. You may remember him from the first chapter as a kid terrorized by a woman in a painting. But my two favorites are James Ransom as Eddie. You may remember him as the hypochondriac with an overly protective mother mm -hmm. who goes to the drugstore That's all the time. Right. The actor who played him, James Ransom, is fantastic. And the standout, my favorite, is Bill Hader as Richie Tozier. He plays a stand-up comic here, not too far from the real uh, Bill Hader, but wait until you see the char characterization he gave to um, the character of Richie Tozier. Um, it's probably not a secret anymore that the film's running time is almost three hours. It's a bit long, and you'll feel it in the middle. It kind of lags parts of it in the middle. But the last 45 minutes is so frighteningly enjoyable that you won't care. It has a great payoff. There's a running gag here about a movie and a book with a bad ending. The character of James McAvoy is an author and everyone who meets him is like, oh yeah, I love that book, but um, it's got a bad ending. <laughs> it is an inside joke about the novel It Itself, which is criticized for having a terrible conclusion. Don't worry, folks. Chapter two has a great payoff and dare I say it, it's better than the book. So see this final confrontation with evil. And for that, It Chapter two gets three out of four. You lie and I Kisses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Yes. So go see or oh, see the uh, first. Actually, you know what? Watch the whole miniseries at home. Then there's some parts of the miniseries that is taken directly from the book. So then kind of. Oh, so you just sort of spoil it. Yeah. So watch the first movie at home and then go watch it. Uh, part two out in the theater. Yes. This weekend. That's a good one. All right, cool. I can't wait to watch him back to back. And then you. get so gassed up about Stephen King that you come home and you start a whole Stephen King marathon. That's right. And in order to help you with that, I made my own top 10 list. I don't know what Bradley has. I've got a scattered uh, top 14-ish. Okay, so let my me tell you my, my, my top 10 from 10 to 1. My number 10 favorite Stephen King movie, The Green Mile. This epic tearjerker about an old-timey prison benefits greatly from the great performances by Tom Hanks as a prison guard and R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan as a gentle but misunderstood prisoner. I remember when this came out as a little booklet. There's like six parts of this as a book and he was releasing it once a month, I think, as I got all six of them. And I couldn't find them. And they're worth money. Oh, wow. I know. I think I might have borrowed those. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, so at the end of this movie, I got really depressed and started thinking about my own oh, mor- mortality old, yeah. and wondering if I would want to live forever because he's out there with the him and the rat. The rat also yeah. lives forever. Oh, hold on a second. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Green Mile yet. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, rat. What is the name uh, of the rat? Uh, I don't know, but remember the rat lives forever it's too. It's Georgie, him, right? but it's something like, yeah. 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 Okay. I love, yeah, you're right. Number nine, The Mist. This modern tale about monsters and fog is creepy, but it also has a lot to say about being a follower and a non-believer. Um, this was recently, it became a TV series recently. Yes. Um, number eight. By the way, speaking of TV series, mm. November 22nd, or 11-22-63, about the, uh, the death of John. JFK. Yeah, JFK. Yeah. That's a great show. You guys, if you have Hulu, stream it. I love it. Okay. Um, James Franco is amazing in here. Oh, I love James Franco. Yeah, so you'll, you'll love it. it. Are you familiar with the story? With time travel? Uh, with John F. Kennedy was assassinated? No, well, then he, James Franco's character tries oh, to no, stop I, I, I no the idea. killing. No, no. You fight, wait, wait until you see what happens. Oh, it's cool. awesome. Number eight is 1408. This is also based on King's short story. Yes. This one is John Cusack as a failed author debunking the demonic presence in room 1408. Um, every time I hear that, Karen Carpenter song now that we've only, only just, just begun. begun. It's like the devil taunting him. <laughs> um, number seven, It Chapter One. The yes. child actors are fantastic it. and it speaks volumes about confronting your inner demons. And I love the 1980s setting. And it's a little Stranger Things vibe, but it's still amazing. Number six, Stand By Me, talking about 80s vibes. So good. King's novella has been turned by Rob Reiner into a nostalgic masterpiece about youth and days gone by. And a really young River Phoenix is amazing here. Another R.I.P. And, um, and you know who else is amazing? And you know who's a really, like, honestly, one of our best American actors? Yeah. And I don't think he gets, really gets the credit he deserves. He was a chubby kid. No, no, no. Oh, well, him. But no, no. He, he really doesn't get the credit he deserves. He does get some credit, and he's he's very well, you know, revered. But not, I don't think, to the level he needs to be is Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, I dude, forgot. Dude, yeah, I right. love that dude. And, and, you know, I'm watching right now. I'm, I'm watching um, um, Designated Survivor. Like, he is so good. Uh, Lost Boys is one of my favorite movies of all time. Kiefer Sutherland is an incredible actor, and I don't think he really gets the full credit he really does deserve. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. he's the he's the main bad guy in Stand by Me. You're right, the yeah. teenage kid. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I love that movie. Number five, Misery. Another uh, Rob Reiner classic. Who can forget the Oscar-winning turn of Kathy Bates as a demented fan of James Caan's author? It's a terrifying battle of wills set in cold Colorado. Yeah. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> Annie Wilkes is her name, yeah? Number four, The Dead Zone. This great political drama with a supernatural twist uh, as Christopher what, Walken. What do you mean? <laughs> as Dead, a Dead psychic Zone. Should be number who one. Who can predict Hello. the future through touch. This one should be number one, Annie. Number yeah. one movie from Stephen King of yours. And I, I love director David Cronenberg creates a haunting yet heartwarming movie about preventing an unspeakable future. Number three, The Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and they like uh, to walk on the arm. I'm going to do impersonations of every, mo- every movie you pick out there. You sound uh, like something else though. I know you're trying I to do Morgan Freeman. I sound like Morgan Freeman. Freeman right now. I certainly do. Sound like Morgan Freeman. Uh-huh. Okay. Not quite godlike. Like? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins dig deep in this great character study set in an old prison, which is supposed to be haunted. It's a prison in Cleveland. Really? And the ghost hunters people went there. Did they? And they caught an apparition. Did you see the ghost they caught on camera this week on TV? Where? On, on uh, I think it was Ghost Hunters. Are they back? Dude, uh, no, one of the guys is. Yeah, and then another guy is oh, doing something else. My, so on one of the other guys' shows, uh-huh. uh, I'll show it to you on the internet. It is absolutely mental what they capture on camera. It's supposed to be the most like 
It's supposed to be the most revealing capture of any paranormal anything ever. And the whole like paranormal world is on their faces over. It's crazy. Because of all the of all the ghost I, I'm a fan of ghost hunters. Yeah. So you can tell I love Stephen King, like supernatural spooky crap. But uh the, I I know that we've only caught two two apparitions. One was at the Crescent Moon Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and the other is in this Cleveland jail where uh, Shawshank Redemption was shot. Well, this one, they caught someone in a house. And I'll, I'll find it for you. It's, it's amazing. I can't wait to see oh, yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, number th- the Shawshank Redemption, director Frank Darabont, who also gave us The Green Mile, who also gave us The Mist. I mean, he clearly understands Stephen King and gives us a film that keeps getting better with multiple viewings. King himself said this is one of his favorite adapted films. And if you ask all the movie nerds in the world, Shawshank will always be under top five. Yes, I, I agree with that. Number two, The Shining. From the memorable moody atmosphere set by director Stanley Kubrick to the great performances headed by Jack Nicholson, there's a King that movie that I will never get tired of watching, and I will always say Red Rum. Here's yes. Johnny. Yes, there is Johnny. Uh, and of course, a little trivia for both you and I who grew up in the 80s. The Shining was one of the first movies that HBO showed. Over and over oh, and yeah. over oh, and I know. over. So I, I had that big wheel scene in my head, like, <laughs> uh, like, oh my god, the wheel Burning and the it. carpet, yes. and the old lady and the, the, the two bathtub. twins, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the two twins, oh. duh. And of course, my favorite Stephen King movie is yes, they're gonna laugh at you. Oh, so good, Carrie. What do you think about the remake? Yeah, the remake is not as yeah. good. I love Julianne Moore as the mom, but Piper right. Laurie is the best. And you know what? I was watching the trailer of this the other day and. I'm like, oh my God, I remember, you know, yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um, so I love this. Uh, Brian De Palma is great. CC Spacek, of course, uh, was fantastic in this. And it made us kind of understand or started exploring psychokinesis. So oh. here, here's a couple that I thought were honorable mention, I guess. We'll call them that because you're never going to see mine as good as yours. So we'll just call mine honorable mention, <laughs> the ones that you might. Uh, Christine. Oh, I love Christine. About the car, the car right? And the, 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 the evil car. Yeah. That was his, that was his uh, all foray into the letter C's. Carrie, Christine, Cujo. They're all. They're well, all since we're on the, the topic, time. Cujo. Yeah. Cujo. That's Cujo right. is another one. The evil dog. Yes. With the mom. That the, one's. The, is it her name? I don't know what that the, one scared the hell out of me. She's also the mom me. from E.T. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at the memory on you. <laughs> but I forgot her name. It's I want to say Billy D. Williams, but it's not. Another, D. Wallace Stone. D. Wallace Stone. Thank you. Another great uh, C movie that he did, Creep Show. Creep Show. Uh, one and two. Now and I don't I, know what how he involved he was in which one of those, but I know he was in the one where the meteor hits the earth and he yeah. becomes covered in all the pea yeah. moss. One. He wrote the screenplay, Creepshow One. He wrote that was his first foray into movies, uh, writing a screenplay on his, you know, uh, Creepshow Two. Thanks to the right lady, George A. Romero <laughs> co-wrote it, but it was all based on Stephen King short stories. This is the second, the number two. Gotcha. Yeah. Thinner. Oh, thinner. Uh, thinner. Yes. You just wanted to be thinner. Uh, you just want to go to like an American Indian and get like blessed and get all the hoobie-jubies. Well, I thought they were Romani. I thought they were gypsies. Or gypsies. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they put the gypsy Native American curse on them and, uh, you know. Yeah, see, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Um, how about Salem's Lot? I love now, Salem's Lot. This one is super old um, yeah. and, and the effects are really campy, but I, I, I still love that. And it's one that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. No, and the vampire is amazing. Yes. <laughs> he looks like Nosferatu. Yes, he does. But, uh, and this was called Jerusalem's Lot. 
the the short story of this is called Jerusalem's Lot, the original. Uh, another one that uh, was based on short stories, I mm-hmm. guess, because you told me so. I didn't know this. The Running Man. The Running Man. Uh, with Arnold right. Schwarzenegger and Jesse Ventura and uh, what's his name? Pat Dawson. Is it Adrian Barbeau was in here too? No, she wasn't in that. She was she in Creep Show. Um, wait, was she in Running Man? No, she wasn't. I in thought Running she was Man. in Running no, Man. No, no, no. But Dick um, Dawson, who's the guy, who's the game show host? Richard Dawson. Yeah, Richard, Richard Dick, Dawson. Yeah, uh, who are you, who's British, by the way? I had no idea. Is he, br- really? Isn't he? He looks British, but then uh, all the I white think he used people, to be British. <laughs> all the white people in my book all look British. <laughs> <laughs> you both white folks, you damn Europeans. All you white folks, they all look European. Um, <laughs> hey, how about um, the the Night Flyer? Do you ever see that oh one? Oh, my God. And that's the one that's yeah. the airplane, yeah. uh, which yeah. was scary for me as well. Now, probably the biggest one I think that you missed. Yes. Got to cross that damn road to get that Pet cemetery. Oh, Pet cemetery. The original Pet cemetery. The, yeah. the original one. Um, the new yeah. one, eh. But the original one with um, Henry Munster, awesome. He's got a lot. I mean, there's... The stand. We didn't talk about Holy the stand. Holy crap! I missed the stand. Uh, wow. Desperation. He did desperate. That's also in this in uh, an ABC series. Uh, the secret window, secret garden, secret window, secret, secret garden with uh, with Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a ton, a ton of Stephen King stuff. So, but look, listen to what we said first, and then all the other ones. Watch it. That would be next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mine are, are secondary. Manny's are the ones you really need to watch. Um, but uh, so that's it. Oh, so already! Thank you, thank you to the master Stephen King for all of your uh, amazing yes. um, art over the years. We really much enjoy it, and I think uh, we can have ourselves a pretty long weekend. Yes, and I, I bet you, uh, even if it's rated R, it will make it will wake up Hollywood's box office. All right, that is it for Better with Butter. Better with Butter. The very first Better with Butter. <laughs> and formerly the Movie Guys. The Movie Guys. Why did we get rid of that name, by the way? I don't know. I just it just didn't feel right. All right. Better with butter. Sounds right. more I'm apropos. Bra- <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> apropos. Uh, but, <laughs> all right. I'm Bradley Butter Guy. Um, yep. And I'm Manny <laughs> the Butter. <laughs> uh, this has been Better with Butter. Thank you for listening. And uh, enjoy your weekend and see you at the movies, guys. Yes. Have a great weekend.